Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another bite-sized political podcast. And uh, I'm sure you may have noticed the fact that uh, Donald Trump uh, essentially launched his uh, re-election campaign last night at CPAC. <coughs> I'm pleased to say that uh, my friend uh, Peter McIlvenna from Hearts of Oak was in the audience. That's right, Peter. Uh, Peter was... Uh, uh, glad handing it with the uh, the highest in the land, and I'm um, looking forward to hearing from him uh, in terms of what it was like. But um, yeah, basically, this was a pretty fiery speech that Trump gave, and um, I don't have a clip I can uh, play you, but I can read you out a couple of things that he said, which I thought were well, they certainly read very impressively, and I believe they sounded very impressive as well, looking at the response. He said, in 2016, I declared, I am your voice. Today, I add, I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. So those are those are pretty strong words, aren't they? Um, he, he, he goes on to say... Um, I just wanted to get this, but there is a good section. He says, with you at my side, we will demolish the deep state. We will expel the warmongers. We will drive out the cabalists, the globalists. We will cast out the communists. We will throw off the political class that hates our country. We will beat the Democrats. We will root the fake news media. We will expose and appropriately deal with Republicans in name only. We will evict Joe Biden from the White House. And then we will liberate America from those villains and scoundrels once and for all. So again, yeah, nothing to disagree with there, really. Uh, he sort of also says, we had a Republican, uh, we had a Republican Party that was ruled by freaks, neocons, globalists, open border zealots and fools. But we are never going back to the party of Paul Ryan, Karl Rove, and Jeb Bush. He goes on to say that this is the most dangerous time in our country's history, and Joe Biden is leading us into oblivion. And he says, and you're going to have World War III, by the way. We're going to have World War III if something doesn't happen fast. I'm the only candidate who can make the promise, I will prevent World War III. Before I arrive in the Oval Office, I will have the disastrous war between Russia and Ukraine ended. I know what to say. So they, these are some of the things that he was saying. And uh, obviously, it went down very, very well with the uh, crowd. Obviously, the left were crying their salty tears because, you know, whilst I've got issues with Donald Trump, I have to be honest with you, I do. My predominant issue with Donald Trump is the fact that he continues to support the vaccines. And I think that he is very much on the wrong side of history on this issue. And I don't quite understand why he does it, but he does. But if you leave that to one side, on just about every other issue, he is sound enough. Um, the, the other observation I have when it comes to Donald Trump is, you know, he's a, billion, he's a billionaire. And we know that the cabal pretty much, you know, control the billionaires. So how did Donald, how was Donald Trump allowed to become a billionaire? But that's another question I have. So I do have, I do have, you know, I'm not, I am not um, without my questions regarding Trump, but in terms of the content of what he's saying, I don't disagree with it. I mean, all those things need to happen. The bigger question is, can they happen? Because the fact of the matter is his own party, 
uh, lad, for example, in the uh, Opera House um, uh, with the horrendous Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, people like that. There's lots of rhinos all over the place. And they're still going to be there, by the way, in 2024. And the other thing that's going to be there in 2024 is a U.S. electoral system, which would not be out of place in a third world banana republic, which the Democrats have put in place, but which allows them to steal elections. So don't get me wrong. I would like to see Donald Trump back in the White House. Certainly, I want to see Joe Biden knocked out of the White House. I want to see and uh, I want to see peace restored. I want to see uh uh, essentially the, the years uh, of balance we had when Trump was in the White House, when America wasn't going to war. I want to see that. Uh, when the U.S. wasn't sticking its nose into every country in the world, I want to see that. Donald Trump existed to make America great again for Americans, but that helps the rest of the world as well. So, as I say, I think this was a fiery speech. Uh, it was to the base, to his base, to his people. Um I think that anyone who thinks that he's not going to be the candidate in 2024 is deluding themselves. Ron DeSantis is not going to beat Donald Trump. I see all the stuff about the anti. I see a lot of people who were former Trumpsters uh, in 2016 and 2020 now have shifted into the DeSantis camp. I see that. Um, I think that they are wrong on balance to do so. I understand Ron DeSantis is good in many things. But it's not his moment. It's not his moment. And if your only excuse for choosing DeSantis over Trump is that Trump is uh, more controversial, well, that's the more of a reason for me to like Donald Trump than not to like Donald Trump. So as I say, it was a great speech. It was, was received really well by uh, those people who do want to make America great again. Obviously, it was hated by all those who love the chaos and the degeneracy of the uh, Biden years. Uh, and ultimately, the American people will come to some determination uh, in the next um, 24 months. Thanks so much for listening, friends. Thank you now. Bye-bye.